ghost tax with property, it's a real thing. Stay tuned. A little bit late. It's fair to say there was a ghost in the system. Uh, why are we late, Billy? I told you, there was a ghost in the camera. There was a ghost in the typing. So, um, Billy um, didn't do very well at school in English. Um, That's it. And, um, he, what was the first way you spelled ghost this morning? G-H-O-S-T. We got there in the uh, end. Let's just say that, Mark. G-O-A-S-T. Then we had to redo the feed. And then he decided to do G-H-O-A-S-T. And then we had to redo the feed again. And then now here we are. But, Billy, I thought you would have been pretty good at English because you were English. Yeah, that's what a lot of people used to tell me. It's funny. They got it, they got it wrong. What I, what I am good at, though is bringing the facts to you this morning because we've got a, we've got a pretty interesting article um, and topic to talk about this morning, ghost tax. Yeah, look, we make, um, we make a lot of money um, as, a, as Australians by Australian government uh, with international investment. Um, so uh, we thought, you know, since the borders were open yesterday to tourists, yeah. um, you know, I think to five countries. Uh, it was, it's a great topic to have this morning because we're going to start seeing more foreign investment. Uh, and we just wanted to let everyone know what the rules are in case they've got any friends or family coming over so they know how it'll, how easy or how hard it is foreign investment. There's things like ghost tax, which we're going to talk about. There's things like more stamp duty. There's things like... Um, buying only 50% of, um, of developments and things like that. So let's get into some of these rules and regs on foreign investment into Australia. It's pretty interesting. Big money yeah, spinner. It is. But I suppose to take it back to basics first, I didn't realise, Mark, um, initially I would have thought you'd need to be an Australian citizen or have permanent residency to, to buy in Australia. Nope. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and, I, and the reason why I think we've lost our banner, Billy, um, the, the reason why, um, it, look, it's, it's twofold. I, I think as, as a country, um, you don't want too much foreign investment to come into the country because it makes it unaffordable for an Australian. Um, so at the same time, uh, with trade and, uh, people coming in out with talent that want to come to the country. You also want fresh blood and new blood to come into the country as well. Uh, immigration is important for us um, as a country. As any growing, as any good country in the world, immigration is important. So, you know, they've made it, um, for foreign investment, they've made it hard, but not, not impossible. Yeah, and we talked a little bit off air this morning. They've cut some of the shortcuts out that people were taking. And I suppose foreign investment mark is no good when a property is sitting empty. Yeah, so how does that, so that's ghost tax, yeah? 
Yeah. So point number how does, how does ghost tax work? That's right. Point number one, ghost tax. It refers back to um, ownership and having the property fail to occupy or be, um, you know, have someone living there for more than six months of the year. So if if you don't meet that requirement, less, less, less than, isn't it? Sorry, less than. Yep. Yeah. So if if you don't have someone living in the property for at least six months, um, then that then there's a ghost tax applied, and that's five thousand dollars. It's a levy imposed per year. So it's I guess that works out to what a hundred dollars a week for um for for a foreign investor. So what was happening was you're getting these beautiful buildings but um being built in the city or in different parts of Australia, and you drive past at night and there's no lights on in the building. Every person that bought it was a foreign investor, and every and every foreign investor wasn't living there. They were just storing their money a bit like a bank. So the government was like, you know what? We don't really want to promote that. We want to promote that these guys are using them, are coming to the country, and it's not just um, lazy money that's making it hard for affordability. We're going to recognise that, and we're going to hit them for a tax. So it works out to what's that? Five grand. Yeah, about a hundred bucks a week. It's called ghost tax. It's real, and it's and it's a part of our government um, making making affordability a little bit easier for us. Now, there's a couple of other taxes we want to talk about, which are make this tax look look like a baby. Uh, what's the next one, Bill? Before we get there, though, Mark, I suppose not to nicely segue into our next point. Um, they're only allowing fifty percent of new developments to be foreign ownership. So that, yep. again, helps with that problem of people using those apartments or, or uh, projects as a, as a bank account. Because let's be real, Australia is a nice, steady, politically steady as well country. It's a good country to do it in. So meaning only, if only 50% of that could be foreign ownership, it does help you know, affordability and make sure the other 50% are um, you know, more likely to be owner-occupied. Yeah, and, and I think, um, yeah, it's it's a suit. Again, another move the government's been doing. Um, what else we've got? Do you what want to go to the big one? Yeah. Cap, cap, capital gains tax. Um, that's a big one. I think in some ways, Mark, that hurts people, you know, in, in all walks of life. Like, um, you know, that's hit everyone more recently. Well, they're hitting the they're hitting the foreign investor on the way in, they're hitting the foreign investor on the way out, and they're hitting the foreign investor all the way through if they're not occupying the property. Um, so, um, good morning, Jonathan. There's legend talking about uh, in his street. There's a hundred homes and twenty three have been empty for two years. Yep, that's your ghost tax. They're going to get hit. Um, so capital gains tax, Billy. The um, what? What are you? What are they? What are they charging capital? And just so people understand, if you if you have a property that you decide to um, to live in, um, and you're an owner occupier, and it goes and you bought it for five hundred thousand and you sell it for a million, you're not going to have to pay any capital gains tax. If you bought it as an investment property. Um, and by the way, that's probably one the, one the only thing in Australia that you can do to make money and not pay tax. It's it's owning your own home. Now, 
in also moving across to if it's an investment you'll pay capital gains tax on half of the gain you've made if it's your second third property but if you are a, a foreign investor in addition to those those costs you're going to pay what used to be 10 percent, then they changed that to 12.5 percent. they're getting you good they're getting you real good now that's a lot of money uh, it's a lot of money it's making it and that's i think part of these things and there's a couple more for us to go through but i think all of these things when you start stacking them up it's making it um harder for these guys to buy it's keeping and i think we were you know australians were really worried about so much offshore money coming in and that affordability and i think this is a lot of this stuff came in about five years ago so it took a year or two and it really sort of stamped out and squashed um, the heavy foreign investment we were seeing. Um, now, now the, if, if someone's, uh, Billy, if someone's making an application to buy something in Australia, um, there's a board that they will go to, yeah? Yeah, the Foreign in, foreign Investment Review Board. That's, these are the guys that are, um, you know, pretty, pretty um, responsible for overseeing all of this. And there is an application process Usually there's a two-week turnaround. Um, pretty quick. Pretty quick. But another thing to think about, Mark, and we haven't even talked about all the other side of the paperwork that goes for normal people buying property. Things like, you know, um, pre-approval finance and things like that, I'm sure that adds in extra steps where you've got to have that all lined up. Yeah, you're going to have to have a bigger deposit. You're going to be paying more interest as a foreign investor. Um, so it's sort of making it a little bit harder there. Now, uh, the king hit for foreign investors. The king I'm glad hit. This is, I'm glad this is an in, this is an international this show because I'd be turning off a lot of foreign investors at the moment. But the king hit for foreign investors, um, stamp duty. Stamp duty. Tell us about that. Yeah. So they they changed that as well. So for the, a normal buyer, and I, I didn't know too much about this before we came on, but you were saying, Mark, usually it is 4%? Uh, 4%. Under a certain, I think it's under three or four million bucks. Yeah. And for a foreign investor, it is, did you say 12? 12%? It's an, yeah, it's an extra 8% on top. That's huge. It's an absolute whopper. So if you consider that amount of money, that is just on a million dollars, you're going to have to pay an extra 80000 on stamp duty for a foreign investor. Yeah. It's um, like you say, they're, they're smacking you in and smacking you out. Yep. They're really hammering you. They're really hammering you. So... Um, but don't forget, you know, I guess if the government wants to see more investment, if the government wants to see uh, stimulate building, they can always remove these some or, or part or all or these, of these taxes. So they're not necessarily permanent things. Um, but what a, what a way to... Um, uh, do you want some new news this morning? What's that? <laughs> um, State Transit is blocking the spit bridge. Fantastic. Are you going to get a boat to work? Um, 
Yeah, I cannot believe I've I've driven I've driven not that I'm driving. Um, I'm sitting on the side of the road, but twenty years of of um, driving over the Spit Bridge, I've never seen it blocked, and it's got state transit workers sitting on the road. <laughs> but, yeah, so um, Mark's going to go jet skiing to DY. Yeah. Yep. Unbelievable. Yeah, that's an, that's so, another thing. I'm uh, definitely sidelined, but uh, that is really interesting. What to do? So when you're on the yeah. side of the road, are there, are there a lot of other cars building up now and you can't really turn back because you're all backlogged? Uh, let me ask my host, Mary, to turn the camera around for you. Mary, can you turn that camera around, darling? Thank you. I can't see anyone, Mark. Where are they? Can you turn that to single? So that's the whole, that's the, can you book, put, can you make that, can you make that a solo layout? There you go. Yeah. Is that them sitting there? Oh, that wow. is blocking the road. And it says fire. Oh. It says fireproof Australia. So, uh, yeah, that's the Spit Bridge going into the city today. And uh, it is completely blocked by workers sitting on the road. They look like state. Well, it says, actually, I don't know if that's state transit. Um, well, I, I think it may be because um, I saw the buses with their hazard lights on uh, all at the front there, but it said Fireproof Australia. What does that mean? It's a good question, but it looks like there's a lot of traffic there, a lot of people wanting to go to work. That is the longest amount of traffic I've ever seen. My suggestion is if someone's sitting in traffic at the moment, go home, take a break and do a U-turn because uh, that road looks like it's going to be blocked. Even if it gets unblocked now, it's going to be unblocked for uh, a good couple of hours before it uh, um, gets unblocked. Live well, news. Thank you, Mary and Mark. Thank you, Mary. Mary's turned around doing the filming for us. You're a lovely lady, Mary. Um, yeah, what's why? Hey, can you Google Fireproof Australia while you're there? Uh, why can, is yeah. Fireproof Australia? Oh, it's probably not going to come up, but yeah, there's no chance that anyone's going to get through um, the Spit Bridge at the moment. Uh, there's, a few bit, there's a few bits that have popped up, but none that really relate to... Um, Fireproof to Australia Strike, because it looks yeah. like it's something like... So, guys, if you just tuned in, uh, yeah, we're, uh, we're all blocked up. Still still blocked on the other side? Not quite. Okay. No, that's pretty good now. Mate, that's a show. Thank you, Mark. <laughs>